Welcome everyone to another edition of Sports with Yosef. I'm Yosef Center. Got a great show here today where I'll be talking to Eddie Max of ESPN. Get his takes on the trade deadline, the moves that happened, what he thought of them. All coming up today on Sports with Yosef. Football season is coming up. I personally am really excited to see all these young quarterbacks. But a couple weeks ago, there was a trade deadline. And a lot of moves happened. Chris Archer went to the Pirates, Scope to the Brewers, Brian Dozier to the Dodgers, some Roberto Osuna went to the Astros. Some were expected, some were not. So today we're going to just talk about that. And joining me to talk about that today from ESPN, Eddie Matz. Eddie, how are you doing today? Doing great, Jose. How are you? Doing just fine. So let's start with the nation's capital. Did the Nationals surprise you just by doing nothing? A little bit. I think I was expecting them to either pick up some catching help or maybe a starting pitcher or maybe add a bullpen piece, but they didn't do any of those things. Although the bullpen since then has changed a little bit. They picked up Greg Holland the other day. Uh, so I suppose that counts as a pickup, but not a trade deadline pickup. So yeah, I was, I was a little surprised that they didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Do you think, I mean, they've been really hot really since the trade deadline. They won, I think, nine out of the last 13. Do you think they can make the playoffs having done nothing? Yeah, they can, but they're running out of time. They had a doubleheader with the Braves yesterday. They won the first one, which was the game they probably weren't supposed to win because they had Jeffrey Rodriguez, who's a rookie who hasn't pitched particularly well when he's had the chance. So that was the game they probably weren't expecting to win, but they won it. Then they had Max Scherzer going in the second game. So they're thinking, hey, we're going to sweep. And maybe we'll be within like four and a half or four games of the Phillies. But that didn't happen. They lost that game. Bullpen was part of that loss. And so now they're all of a sudden they're six back. So, you know, at some point that's got to stop happening. It's been a step forward, a step backwards, two steps forwards, a couple steps backwards. So, yeah, they can make the playoffs. They can win the division. But they've got to stop doing things like splitting doubleheaders, splitting series. It's got to be winning doubleheaders, winning series, pick, you know, making up ground. Otherwise, it won't happen. Yeah. And so to the Braves, the Braves were very busy at the deadline, did a bunch of moves with the Orioles. What did you think of what they did? I like what they did. They didn't – they made some moves. I don't think they gave up some, any huge, huge pieces to rearrange things. And They've got a, a stacked farm system, a lot of pitching talent down there. They didn't really part with any of that, yet they were able to make some additions that should help them. You know, Brad Brock hasn't been great with the Orioles this year, but he has a strong track record, so he's a veteran guy that can help. Johnny Venters, same story there. Kevin Gosman's one of those perfect candidates who, with the change of scenery, could, could make a difference, you know, not unlike Jake Arrieta did with the Cubs after he left Baltimore. So... They added, you know, they added some pieces. I think a lot of people thought they were going to do something maybe at third base, but they didn't. Uh, but that's okay because Camargo's been, been surprisingly good there. So I like what they did. And, you know, they haven't really mortgaged their future, which is the key for them because they've 
they've arrived on the scene earlier than people expected they would. And so it's tempting in that situation to make some moves and give up some of your future prospects, but they didn't really do that. So I think it positions them pretty well for this year, whether it's to win the division or be a wild card. And then it keeps them positioned well for the future. What are your thoughts about the whole Roberto Osuna thing with the Astros and will he be playing? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think if I'm not mistaken, he's already playing, right? I think he already, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's already been on the mound for them or do I have that wrong? You, you actually, I actually don't know. Um, all I heard was that I heard a couple of days ago he wasn't. Yeah, he, he made his debut the other night. Uh, I think it was weird. It was in San Francisco and it was kind of awkward for everyone involved. Uh, it's not a great look. It's, uh, it's surprising, really, to me because I feel like there are certain franchises that you might expect to be a little bit more mercenary and take that kind of public relations risk that the Astros did by, by acquiring him. Uh, I, I wouldn't have thought that the Astros would be one of those organizations, but they did. And uh, it just doesn't seem like it's worth the cost for them, you know, when you when you break it down into a cost benefit thing, uh, I just can't wrap my brain around the fact that I, I can't wrap my brain around it being yeah okay whatever that benefit is it's going to be greater than the, the public relations hit that we're going to take and so you know it remains to be seen. There's still stories coming out, opinion pieces, perspective pieces about how the Astros uh, this doesn't look great for them. So. It's hard, it's hard to know how exactly it's going to play out. Who knows? You know, maybe Roberto Osuna ends up being a key part of their bullpen and leads them to postseason glory. Not that that would justify what they did, but you know, if you're breaking it down in terms of a cost-benefit thing, that certainly affects that analysis. But in my opinion, uh, I'm not sure there's a benefit that justifies the cost in that situation. So to the Dodgers, the Dodgers were – really, really busy on the market. They got Machado. They got Dozier. What were your thoughts on the Dodgers? And with all the new guys they have, do you see them making a World Series run to win it this year? I think they did great. I love what they did. They got Machado for what I think is not much. I feel like in all the, all the deals that the Orioles made, they went for quantity over quality. It's kind of like when I play Monopoly with my kids and my kids want to, you know, I make an offer to trade them like free railroads and a couple utilities and Baltic Avenue for like boardwalk and park place. They're like, Oh, six for two. I'll do that. But you know, I'm getting the better end of the deal there. And I think that's what's happened with, with the Machado trade. So I think that was a good deal. I like him better at third base than shortstop, but with Justin Turner not healthy, that's where Machado has been playing. So I think that's good. Ryan Dozier is a great second half hitter historically and we're in the second half so I think that's going to work out well for them gives them a ton of flexibility a very deep lineup a lot of movable parts that they can move around so I think that's fantastic I think they're still a little thin in the bullpen they need someone who can kind of help bridge the the gap in front of Kenley Jansen but do I think they can make a run yeah absolutely but you know the NL is so wide open this year that it's just a matter of getting in the dance, and then I think it could be anybody's ball game. There's no team that's playing 600 ball. You know, you've got the Phillies, the Cubs, the Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Brewers, Braves. You know, any one of those teams 
could, could come out of the NL. And then once you get into a, a World Series, even as good as the Red Sox, Yankees, Astros have been, there's no telling what can happen. Uh-huh. What were your thoughts about the Brewers? They were just getting big-name guys in scope, Mustakas. Who, who do you think their biggest acquisition was? Well, shoot, they made so many of them. It, it's hard really It's hard really to pinpoint one, to your point. Um, you know, what's interesting is that with Mustakas and Scope, you know, they got a couple of infielders. You could argue they didn't really need a ton of infield help, but they, where they really needed help was starting rotation because they've had some bad luck there. You know, Zach Davies, the former Orioles prospect, was already hurt. And then Brent Suter got hurt. So that's where they needed help. They didn't really get a whole lot there. They picked up Wade Miley, but it doesn't, you know, the rotation is where they really needed something. So I don't know that any one of those acquisitions stands out as, wow, that was exactly what they needed. I think Scope, you know, Scope was, is obviously a very talented guy, had a great year last year, started off slow this year and was just starting to heat up. So I think they got him at the right time. Uh, he, he's, and he's been playing some shortstop for them too. So that's, you know, that helps them fill a need, even though he's not, uh, I mean, he was a shortstop coming up, but he's been second base as a major leaguer. So I, I like that move. Uh, if I had to pick one, if you're making me pick one, that's probably the one I'd go with. Mm-hmm. How would you say the Yankees did at the deadline, picking up Britain and more help at, and Lance Lynn? Yeah, again, a lot like the Dodgers. They didn't really have to part with any of their big pieces to get any of those guys, so why not? I mean, shoot, Zach Britton gives them another closer to go along with Chapman, Batances, Robertson. All four of those guys have significant closing experience, so it's kind of an embarrassment. Rich is there, so you got to like that deal. Lance Lynn, you know, why not? They probably could have gone – somebody a little higher shelf if they were willing to part with with more of their farm system, but they weren't. But it's a low-cost, low-risk kind of signing, and who knows? Sometimes those guys are the ones that work out the best, change the scenery. You never know. He could come on and make you know, five, six starts down the stretch and be a difference maker. Uh, so I think they did well, too. Uh, let's see. So they had him. They had Britain. Who else did they get? Am I forgetting anybody? I, th- I feel like it was just Britton and Lynn. Yeah. So, I mean, look, they're a good team, as it was. It's not like you look at them and go, they need a whole bunch of things. The rotation was the obvious need. Uh, so, they, they kind of addressed that. But, look, the way the Red Sox are playing right now, they're playing out of their heads. So, you could argue that it doesn't even matter because at this point it looks like it would be a miracle for the Yankees to win the division. So, then it's just a matter of you know, being in the wild card. So. They're going to do that. They're going to get in the dance. What happens? Yeah, the, the Yankees also did get Jay Happ. Oh, right, Happ, yeah, right. And then he came down with uh, – he got sick with his hand, foot, mouth, shoulder, ear disease. I forgot about that. Yeah, like the, the Happ one is a good one too. Uh, so they got Happ and Lynn. Uh, I think what really hurts them is that Seferino has been kind of a mystery. He looked like he was on his way to a Cy Young Award until these last few outings. He's kind of taken a tumble. So I think that's the most concerning thing for them right now because before you were thinking, well, at least we have the guy who we know can be that game one starter or that wild card starter. But lately, even he's been having problems. So that's, I'm the Yankees. That's what I'm most concerned about. 
Uh huh. Overall, what was the most surprising move uh, of the deadline? The most surprising move of the deadline. That's a good question. I would have to say, <laughs> I would probably come back to the Osuna thing. I think that was, uh, I was kind of shocked by that. Uh, I, I would have imagined every team just kind of staying away from that, but that's not how it played out. So if I had to pick one, I, I would say I was most shocked by that. That was Eddie Matz of ESPN. Thank you, Eddie, for sparing some of your time to do this. And thank you for listening to this edition of Sports with Yosef. Unfortunately, I will not be making a podcast next week, but I will be making one the week after. Hope you listen to it. Can't wait. I'll see you next time.